Fuck yeah, boys! Way to go, Gonzaga! <laughs> Josh is the only one stoked about it. Fuck! I am not. I may be in the fucking room, but I guarantee you, your neighbors are jacked. <laughs> there is gunfire going off. Something her. happened. There yeah. was a loud noise. We are across the street from Catholic Church. Right. So oh. you know the priests are in there just... Just like, fucking firing punching holes away. in walls. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's a podcast that we We're do. We're here. We're doing it. It's a little later than normal, but that's okay the because news, it's free. The new studio location. Oh, yeah. We're in the new, new studio show. location. And we got a guest again. It's a small step up. Why don't you introduce yourself over there? What's your name, big guy? <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. I am I am Mark Morris. That's the, Mark Morris. Because they could get no one else. And I said, yeah, sure, I got another going well, on. Well, we had a couple other people we could have gotten. Yeah, we, <laughs> here's the thing. We could get other people, but we'd rather book people that book themselves. Wow. Yeah. That's the truth. It's, this is like the DIY. <laughs> yeah, like, look, we're here. We've got the podcast. Do you need to talk about yeah. something? Why don't you get a hold of us? We're not PR guys. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? Well, and that's exactly why I'm here. Yeah, see, you got a thing coming up. I got a couple things coming up. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. I got busy all of a sudden. Good for you. Cool. Yeah. It's nice to get busy. I know exactly what you mean. I bet you do. <laughs> Gross. I like getting busy. I've heard. We've, yeah, we've heard that. We've I've heard. heard. <laughs> Frankly, I don't believe it. I, I don't know. If... Have you seen him play Jenga? I think he's got skills. Hmm. I have not seen Casey play Jenga. I'm tired from Jenga because I'm too good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's a set at Nita Burrito. <laughs> yeah, fucking might as well be. Holy God, I don't believe that for anything. Too good at Jenga, he says. I'm pretty good at it. What does that even mean? It's just, there's... Like, I'm pretty good a, at... There isn't a block I can't pull. That's I don't... The, okay, well, we'll that's see. That's the innuendo. Hey, yeah. gross. You know what just occurred to me is I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing a bit about a prostate exam that has the same basic gesture as yeah. your Jenga joke. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm a little weirded out by that. Why? <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. I don't know. <coughs> Either that or extremely attracted to Casey in this moment. So. Hey man, look, prostate stimulation and Jenga have some of the same motions. That's I think true. we all know that. Or at least examination. Yeah, but in one of those, you really don't want to pull a block of anything. I agree. <laughs> Probably true for most. I like to flick a block. I'm not pulling ever. I'm pushing or flicking when it comes to Jenga. Hmm. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was on a different track. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really touching butts in general. Like, <laughs> that's just... Sometimes a, a light flick. Well, right. Just to let Works. someone know you're coming by. Right. Like, yeah. hey, I gotta get past you. Right. Watch out now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. coming down the hallway. Is what it is. <laughs> it's gross. It's <laughs> okay, well... Yeah, it's, well... It's, uh, <laughs> What, dude? I mean, look. And that's why I listen to this podcast right there. It should be. I mean, the thing is, you can't watch a collegiate basketball game and not drink yourself a couple beers. What's the fun in that? Nothing. No fun. So, well, of course, I had a couple beers. There's the strategy that's fun. 
Just the camaraderie with yeah. your with your fellow fans. A hundred percent. I know I'm sharing with other people in this moment. <laughs> but what I failed to do was the math that said, "Oh, hey, you're going to a thing where you talk and drink whiskey." You know. You'll be fine. I'm. I'm a pretty. Big Had you fan. not just said it, no one would have known. That's probably true. Which is <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, he's just always kind of drunk. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with Josh today? I think he's sober. Yeah. He's very articulate. <laughs> you know, normally he's, he's a little... But today he's like... Slut. 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 Yeah. Wow, we can almost completely understand every word. That's about... What I want. I'm not going for 100%. Yeah, see, oh, those people go. were excited about Gonzaga winning. Or yeah. some homeless dude stepping out into the street. No way, dude, we're too far. Yep. Yep. No homeless dudes in this. Uh, yeah, we're out of the homeless dude <laughs> matrix, dude. Also, this is like, I mean, that's a pretty aggressive hill to walk up. <laughs> like, as a homeless guy, like yeah, yeah I, I think about like not even a quarter of the way up, there'd be like there can't be anybody rich enough up there for me to want to go farther. No, I agree. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is like this might have been a pretty sweet neighborhood before, and it's not like a bad neighborhood, but it's not like everything has come down a peg, so to speak, in the city. The money has moved further away. You know what I mean? I oh, mean like out. Yeah, the money has moved further away from downtown. Right. Not they didn't leave the city completely. No, no, no. It's just the yeah. suburbs are further out than they used to yeah. be. I, you know, I totally get that. The guy that owns the company I drive truck for um, had to move farther out so that he could move closer to his jet. Yeah. See, so. I and that's those are the kind of problems that people are having these days in mm-hmm. Trump's America. Having to move further out of town so you can be closer to your yeah. jet. The problem, the problem arises when you have two jets. How do you like? Right. I mean, because you got right. You can't live equally <laughs> distant between <laughs> yeah. both. That's inconvenient. You got to choose a jet that you like more. What you should do is live close to one jet and then occasionally take the one jet to the to other the jet. One, yeah. Because that's way quicker than driving. And well, that's what take, the helipad is for. Oh, well, if we have a helipad, then we can live equidistant. Smart. Now we've been thinking. Have you actually ever had somebody where that was like an issue? No. I, I, the, guy that I, the guy that owns the company I run for is like really down-to-earth, cool dude. Mm-hmm. And I made a joke about, well, you know, not all of us have a jet. He goes, it's just a timeshare. Like, it's no big deal, you know? <laughs> it's like, like, you're still fucking timesharing a jet, asshole. I'm like living in a truck trying to figure out. Mark, it's just a timeshare. Come on. Let's not. I mean. He doesn't own the whole jet. It's only like 40 grand a year, okay? That's just. I mean, what are you living on 40 grand a year? I mean, come on. No, right? I wish. It's like, look, a guy can live on 40 grand a year, but. Right. Well, we did just have a conversation where when money gets tight, I'm like. I'm buying the big Subway sandwich so I can make that last all day. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I don't know what that means for other people. I don't care to ask because the one thing I've come to realize is, like, I know what I need to live on. And I'm not trying to, like, inflect or infer past that. You know what I mean? Like, I know what it takes for me to live. Uh, I know I'm not quite there, 
<laughs> but uh, all I mean yeah. is that, like, no, I could make this amount of money work, but I'd rather make a little bit more and then continue to be irresponsible. <laughs> right? I, you know, honestly, I have no point of reference anymore. Who does, man? Well, like, no, it occurred to me today that I literally live a life of vagabondage. You do. And I'm cool with that. I would be too. It's pretty fucking yeah. sweet. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I'm, I don't know, sometimes I think about driving trucks, and then I'm like, I think it'd be too boring. That's what the PS3 boring. and the, the, the Netflix account is for. Yeah, but you can't do that while you're driving. Well, you're not supposed to. Oh, smart. Okay. <laughs> smart. No, I get it. Yeah. Okay, now I'm in. What if you did? What if you got yourself a setup like an over the top, like Stallone had, where you had like his workout apparatus, where he was getting ready for the next oh uh, shit, where I could for be the next arm wrestling tournament. For arm, yeah, he I was could driving just... his big rig and like working his right arm. Okay, with his with his cable. Do you remember that? I actually had that in the truck for a long time. <laughs> no. Yeah. What? I had to take it out though because when all you're using it for is to hang up clothes, it's just a waste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's really a thing. Oh yeah, that dudes get. I know guys that have like. Weight benches that fold up in their freaking truck, and they get to the truck no. stop. They pull it out. They work out in front of their truck. Uh, do okay. a couple laps around the truck stop, while guys like me laugh at them. I would. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, just go in the back of the truck and lift whatever it is up and down a bunch. You don't right. need to pack a. Don't make a face like it all can't <laughs> be lifted. <laughs> I. I haul stuff that's generally like twenty or thirty thousand pounds for one piece, so what? I'm trying to figure out that that's 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 a deadlift. Like what? Well, like just, what kind of shit? Like machinery. Oh. Steel coil, steel coils, like one solid flat sheet of steel that's rolled up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh. I actually, I actually got a buddy that had one one of those big steel coils on a trailer. And somebody tried to steal it because he parked his trailer over the weekend with sure. their with their pickup. And it just <laughs> destroyed it. There is nothing funnier than coming and seeing a pickup with a twenty five thousand pound steel coil in the in the bed <laughs> on the ground. The wheels, just axles, just trash. Yeah, done. done. <laughs> just, I mean, it could not even structurally support it. I mean, like no, like thank God they didn't put it even over the cab at all because it. <laughs> Someone would have died. <laughs> Can you imagine the thinking, though? Dude, my one ton should handle this. Jesus. <laughs> It'll be fine. We're just going to put it in the back and drag it. <laughs> it's round. It'll roll. <laughs> oh, my Jesus, dude. 20... Until the, like, so you're dealing with like super heavy shit. Now, do you have to deal with it, or do you just go and pick up the trailer, and the trailer's loaded... Well, I own my trailer, so what I do is, is okay. I stand there while the guys with the forklifts and heavy machinery uh-huh. move all that stuff around, and everything I do is like, it's like Casey with my finger. Go over there, go over there. That's... Oh yeah, Casey does like the, <laughs> do the pointy thing. Exactly. That's my big No way, that's not going on my trailer. That's, mm. yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Smart. Do you... 
I guess it's not like the old days. You're not just picking up trailers of cigarettes and driving them across state lines with a guy in front of you in a T-top. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the kind of trucking I know. Now, although I do often have trainees in the truck that look a lot like Basset Hound. <laughs> I fucking bet, dude. I fucking bet. Oh. Trainees, man. I'm so glad I don't know how to deal with that. It makes for it makes for decent material. I could so. imagine. I'm so happy I don't have to deal with that though. Like trying to like teach people the basics of now. Do they like when you get a trainee? Can they drive the rig? It depends on the trainee. No. I just had a guy that he learned in a truck made in the mid '60s. Okay. And the modern transmissions are a little bit different now. I imagine. Um, so, like, and I'm thinking, well, he came out of school. He should know how to do this. And the guy literally could not shift my truck. And to shift my truck, it's like driving a Pinto with a four-speed mm-hmm. um, and an overdrive. I mean, it's there's a button that you hit. That's it. It's not really complicated. This guy had no clue. Wait, you just hit a button? Well, you like in my truck you shift one, two, three, four. Right. Pull up a little lever on the front of the shifter. Right. And then go back through the shift pattern one, two, three, four. Okay. And that's it. Pretty much. Okay. That's fair. We don't need to go further than that. Thank yeah. you. That's late late <laughs> right. and simple. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's as simple as we need it. Yeah. That's, okay, which which is why when you get somebody in the truck that can't figure it out, you're like Jeez, dude, it's like it's it's not like. So I could do one, two, three, four, and then pull up a lever and do one, two, three, four again. Do I go from four no lever to one with lever? Yeah. Okay, so that's maybe the only part that would be complicated. Maybe. Maybe. It's kind of like yeah, going over not. the brake on a clarinet. If you say so. No one else gets that. That's a good reference. You know I'll remember that one for later. What are you doing in the privacy of your own home? <laughs> with, your, with your clarinet? Is... God, I need to get my clarinet out and play it. It's, it's kind of like getting the fingering just right. You have to get the fingering just right to go over the break. And, oh, and, and playing an instrument too. And yeah. the embouchure. Embouchure, very important for playing whatever it is you're doing with your mouth. Are we still talking about music? Yeah. yeah. Okay, just checking. It's like oh. your mouth shape. The mouth shape. doesn't matter. We could be talking about whatever you want. If yeah. you're doing it with your mouth, the embouchure or the mouth shape matters. Yeah. Yes, I, I will agree with that. That's And that's a basic statement that anyone listening can apply to like any part of their life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because right. you, you can't you can't yell at people with like a closed restricted mouth. It doesn't make sense. It comes out weird. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Like if you're really pissed off, you don't want to keep the corners of your mouth tight while you're yelling because you're restricting the amount of motion that your face can make, and it doesn't carry this like I'm really mad. But look, like it does not. <laughs> Like blah, you want to see? You want them to see that your jaw is unhinged and little right. flecks of spittle are coming out. Like the vibrations in the cheeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
You're trying to make a point, right, Papa? Yeah, and this being an audio, uh, 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 an audio medium, mm-hmm. just watching you make that explanation, the look on your face was fascinating. I bet. <laughs> and we're never gonna video this, so whoever suggested that, it's not gonna happen. I mean, we could. Why would we do that? But we're gonna do it with. I mean, I would put this on YouTube, but it wouldn't be with a video of us doing it. It's going to be like stop frame animation. No. Like, yeah, maybe like three frames of it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make a fucking stop. It'll be a hand-drawn flipbook. Ooh, ooh, Casey again with the (laughs) overcommitment. No one here has time to make a hand. doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Well, don't promise the listeners something and not follow oh, through. No. Casey's going to do the claymation version of this. It'll be out in six months. That's a pretty good time. Uh, six months? That is generous. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty, like, it might be a year. <laughs> it's, I guess that would depend probably, on how many bottles of whiskey are present. And... Probably 20 years. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, look, the podcast can start. Dan's here. Thank God. Thank God. And he brought ice. Brought all the ice. He brought hey, ice. Hello. Dan, do you have a lighter? Hey, Mark. Hey, Dan. Uh, let me go find you a bag. I'm just got a Zippo. Popo. Oh, my God. Dan, the savior of the yeah. podcast, right. brought ice and fire. Right. He's not the savior. Now, here's the thing, though, Mark. You know this, right? Because you used to smoke weed. You, you don't want to be smoking it with a, a Zippo. You never yeah. smoke weed with a Zippo. I used to stand by that. I don't care anymore. Well, I, used to smoke, I used to smoke cigars. And it's the same thing. You, you don't smoke a, c- a cigar with a Zippo. No, you light a cigar with a match. Yeah. And you light it out here right. before you start really puffing on it. It's the ritual. Okay, fair. I uh, have never had a cigar. Uh, well, no, I take that back. I did smoke a cigar once or twice. As an adult. Does that make sense? Yeah. Hmm. Because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, one is not supposed to inhale cigar smoke? No, you're supposed to puff them. So I'm just supposed to draw the smoke into my mouth. And yeah. can I give a harder Probably service? not on, on wood. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering about Don't. that. Trying to break your deposit. Yeah, thanks for that. First week. <laughs> Not to mention, week if there's somebody sleeping below you, there ain't the sudden pounding sound of you doing that on hardwood would be... Well, that would be pretty intense here, right? Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> Lighting... C- li- uh, puffing on a cigar. Cigars. Yeah. Now, the same remains true. You know what I just became aware of not too recently? Was they have now started to produce cannabis cigars. Like, in the full tradition. Wrapped in a leaf. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I quit smoking at exactly the right time. I disagree, Mark Morris. (laughs) I disagree. So they take, like, a core of hash oil. Like, a little, little plug of hash oil, right? And they make it thin, and they use that as the very core. And then they roll it in really good herb. And then they put it... Uh, they put some... Uh, I don't know. They get some fucking hash hash in there, too. Some bubble hash. 
And then they start and they take like legit like flat like water leaves, and they roll that shit into water leaves and they <laughs> bury it in the ground for a month so it can cure. Grazie, signore. And uh, then they take it out and you smoke it like you're supposed to do the whole like big like you know how people light cigars these days with like the the torch no. torches. Yeah. Like, it's the whole, like, thing like that. And it just, it takes, like, an hour to smoke it. Like, the same, same. it's not a joint. It takes the rest of the day to recover. Oh, no, no, no. It's meant to be done with a group of people. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to smoke one of the weed cigars by And yourself. that's why I had to quit. Because that makes that? no sense to me. I'm supposed mean? to share that with that? who? All these people. Fuck that. Well, then don't. That's fine, too. <laughs> You know, it's like if you buy a cavi cone and uh, you share it with your friends, everyone's going to get pretty fucking high. But if you buy a cavi cone and you smoke it to yourself, you're going to get fucking floored, bruh. And and I empathize because sometimes you want that. Sometimes it's nice to share though, right? Like, I don't know, man. I The older I get, um, the less I want to smoke that much to myself at once. Or at least very often. Are you guys recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so quit making all that grunting noise. Jeez, Dan. You guys heard those kids won? We did. Oh, shit. That's how we started the podcast. Ah! Oh, yeah. Uh, We got here a little before that, but we couldn't find a lighter. Uh Uh-huh. And then I had to poop, so. That takes forever. Mm, It does. But they won by what? Three... Two points? Two or three points. Yeah, I was coming upstairs at work trying to leave, and there were people in the uh, so, room service room watching it on a phone. I'm like, what's that? Like, they're ahead by three, 15 seconds left. And I'm like, shut up. This is the only part I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so, uh, that's, well, that's being basketball in general. Yeah. Yeah. All I want to see is the final four, and I only want to watch the last 15 seconds of every game. On today's podcast, we're drinking Seagram 7, American Seagram Blended Whiskey, mm. which is, I feel like for a lot of people, the first whiskey, it's or maybe tied with Jack Daniels, sure. for mm. the first call brand whiskey that they really start to get into. Because for me, it was 7 and 7. Yeah. I was like, oh, 7 yeah. and 7? Say, well, that's I can, delicious. I can say that very easily after six or seven drinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but after seven and seven and seven, it's tough. How much have you had to drink tonight, sir? Seven, seven, seven. So 21? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's, that's actually, that was my dad's drink when I was growing A up. seven and seven? So I was very, very familiar with... Yeah. Exactly how much food coloring to add to water to get that perfect Seagram 7. Oh, <laughs> Mark, were you taking their liquor? Only mm. until it was gone and I had to buy a new bottle. Mm-hmm. Smart. I like and that. then technically after that I was taking my liquor since I'm the one that had to pay for it. Yeah, that's true, by the way. Younger people, remember that. If you steal your parents' liquor but you replace it, you're now drinking your liquor. <laughs> Granted, they own it, but it's Boy. yours. You paid for it. But I don't, no, that's no, don't negated. Worry about it. That's negated if you've already stolen it. Nope, wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, I would say I would beg to differ. If you got away with it, then yeah, there there is a statute of limitations at which point right, that easy. is no longer stolen. 
Yeah, zing. That is just yours. Boom. Boom. No. Boom. No Which way. All of, all of these comments and opinions He's are reasons... We all reasons say, why Mark no longer drinks and gets. We all say that. We all say that till it's our bottle of whiskey that was the initial one that was taken. I disagree because by the time you go back to get it, it's been replaced, and you're like, "Cool, I'm gonna have some whiskey. Fine, and it's fine." You never know it's missing. What the fuck does it matter if it's missing? No, it's the principle. No, no, don't stand on principle. There is that weird fucked up guilt moment when Dad goes. Hey, son, you've been really good lately. Here, why don't you have a sip? And you're like... <laughs> and then you, you reach past his glass and grab the bottle and just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> thanks, Pop! It's like, it's thanks for offering me my whiskey, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Ooh, I like it. See, Mark gets it, and that's why he had to quit partying. <laughs> Which, if I was smart, I'd be like, Mark and I agree. In fact, or old party Mark, rather. I should quit partying. Not gonna... Never gonna happen. Wait. I gotta take the dog, take a shit. All right. He already did in your uh, hallway down there. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, for the, rec- for the record, Danny's taking the dog to take a shit, not for the dog's sake, <laughs> but for his own. Absolutely. I get a feeling Danny would be lonely. That's true. I uh, want to also point out today that we're smoking a unique kind of marijuana. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's called... Other other people's marijuana. <laughs> Done with OP. Yeah. OPM. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm know. smoking opium. You're smoking opium. No, no, no. Not like you. Oh, no, no. I wish we were smoking opium. <laughs> Feel like all of us. Be... All of a sudden, we're in a weird Chinese place in the 30s. Oh, yeah, you need to be in a, God, in a it'd den. Be so sweet. It's only happened a couple times in my life, but I will say this. If you ever find yourself at, like, a music festival or a barter fair or some kind of, like, three-day to five-day party where people are doing drugs and drinking a lot and, like, just partying, like, aggressively, there's nothing that makes that last day, like, the day you leave, like, more bearable. Then getting the smoke just like a little bit of opium. It just like really takes the edge off. <laughs> Every experience I had, I mean like with real hardcore yeah. opium. Ooh, uh, hardcore Even opium. like like really hardcore opium laced shit. Mm-hmm. Um, usually started out with the best of intentions and ended like seven days later. Yeah, well, that's the thing, is you never get enough opium for that to happen at the barter fair. You can always just find, like, a gram. And then you gotta smoke that with your whole crew of people, and then it's gone. We we got... Uh, me and a friend got some stuff one time. It was really good weed to begin with. Yeah, see, but this it, is Casey's favorite kind of podcast. Yeah, it had it had this shit that was, that was so deeply laced that I remember getting it and it being gone and nothing in between. And like an entire an entire month somehow disappeared from my life. And that's what's crazy to me. Is like these days people will just sell you bad weed. They won't even go through the effort of putting some fucking other drugs in it for you. They're just gonna sell yeah. you bad weed. Those selfish bastards. That's like giving somebody watered down whiskey. I agree. Wow. Yeah. See? See what I mean? 
Yeah, he did it on purpose. Trying to bring full circle for you. It's different when it's your weed. (laughs) No, it's different when it's our drugs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, you said weed. Whiskey is a drug, bro. Oh, yeah, no, I'm aware, and so is coffee. (laughs) Yeah, and I'd be pissed if my... If I got decaf and stuff. Oh, dude, I used to do that to people all the time. <laughs> what? A or no, the dick. opposite. Sorry, I used to serve the elderly caffeinated coffee. Okay, that's okay. that's different. That's just okay. funny. Right, because why are you drinking decaf? It's eight p.m. <laughs> why that old dude? That's just that, that's just entertainment. But give it like. I'm a truck driver. If you give me decaf and I find out about it, I will come back and hurt you. Dude, I will say this. Every now and then, you'd give an old lady de- or like caffeinated coffee and she would call you on it. Like they could somehow taste the difference. I don't, I don't know. But like, yeah, maybe. Because there has to be dumb. something. Well, they are dumb. It's true. Old people are dumb. I'll be dumb when I'm old too. It's fine. No, 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 no. Wisdom is a thing of the past. These days it's all about youth. I'll play down when I'm old. It's all about youth and vibrance. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, right? Playing dumb is how you get away with shit. It's true. (laughs) That's one of the things I've never learned. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to like plan it out so I can gloat. (laughs) And then the thing is that if you do it that way, you have to hit it fucking perfect. If you like whatever your little plan is, if you want to like rub it in people's face, you gotta crush the plan. You can't be like, "Hey guys, I half-assed this thing and it turned out okay." Suck it, nerd. <laughs> no one gets that. All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, except for whoever that nerd was that you I said you flipped can't, off you, when you, you were nineteen. Do it that way. <laughs> I don't. What are you mad about? I'm just so mad. I just got to disagree with that whole concept, dude. Yeah? Because I'm, I mean, I am a generation older than all of you, and you just described the entire first half of my life. (laughs) (laughs) I half-assed that whole thing. Suck it, nerd! Yeah. (laughs) The whole first half of your life. (laughs) That's sweet. I did that, too. Or, you know what it was, is I... I made the mistake of getting a, a serving job in college. No one should be allowed to wait tables in college. Not because it doesn't help some people, but because of the people that think to themselves, fuck it, I've got $35,000 this year, I don't need to go to college. This job at Denny's is going to be sweet forever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn like 23 and you're like, God, this is the worst thing that ever happened. And I didn't graduate college. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a serving job for a total of one day. One day? One well, not even like one what? half of a what shift. Happened? Well the a buddy of mine, his dad owned the restaurant, so he hooked me up with a job. Okay. And I was on it. The guy says, Here's a pad, those are your tables, go to work. Okay. That was my training. Oh Jesus. And I was on but I was on top of it right up until I had that one dude. It's like, so I want this, but I want that on the side, and this separate, and they right. can't touch, and right. can I get a separate plate? And like four minutes later, he's bitching at me about where's my shit. And it's at that moment that I lost mine. Oh, sure. 
but I did it like I I did it in a smooth way. I got it. I, I, it was like, sir, you know what? You're absolutely right. I don't know what I was thinking. It's only been four minutes since your order been put in, but I should be standing there making sure it's exactly like you ordered. I'll be right back with your food. And I. That sounds. This all sounds great so far. The the owner of the place looks at me. He goes, first of all, that was done really well, but. Maybe you would do better in the back of the house, temperamental-wise. Yes. <laughs> so, that's when I became a cook. <laughs> oh, they didn't even give you a chance? No, but you know what? I got to finish the tables I had, and all the people around that table that heard me do that gave me incredibly good tips that night. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. That, like... Uh, <laughs> I think there is a place in the world... For the surly but efficient server, like, they get the best tips. And if I'm, I, there. I, I don't need a show. I don't need to be your best friend. I just need you to take the order and get out of my area. <laughs> okay, I'm not saying that I don't appreciate people that put in like a great effort and all that. That's great. I get it. You're trying to go the extra mile. But I'd be even more stoked if you just came over and got my order and then left. Like, I don't need to hear... I don't want to tell you what I'm doing or right. where I'm headed later. I, I, You know, this is just... Thank you. <laughs> I waited tables for a long time. I know there are different kinds of tables. Some tables want you to be a part of their experience. Yeah. And some tables want you to get the fuck away from them immediately. Right. And I am one of those tables. There's like... There's that table, and then there's, like, the Hooters table, where you want... Yeah, man. Where they want the server to... Absolutely, and sometimes, you know, you're in that mood. Yeah, and no, no. You don't have to be the same person every time, but I would say on the average, I just want to, like, give you my thing, and then you can... There needs to... We don't have to talk. I see you're very yeah. busy. You do not need to waste time at my table with the pleasantries. <laughs> okay, go fucking focus on those blue hairs, and the fact that they didn't get tomato slices as a side... Like, I do not care. Please just leave me alone. I'm sure my food will be out as soon as it's possible. Like, I don't think you're sandbagging my order because I don't want to talk. Just go do your shit. Yeah, at a certain point it gets uncomfortable as a patron. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. When you're watching other tables waiting to order and the person's standing there chatting with you. Yeah, I'm just like, no. And I don't care how slow it is. Just, I get it. If it's slow and you get me as a table, you get more break. <laughs> okay, it should be a blessing. You don't have to worry. The surly part is 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 it for me? I went into a place one time that's like me, and three other truck drivers that make me look like a little dude. Yeah. I, oh, jeez. And the first thing I told the server is, I am so sorry for what what we're about to do to you. Yeah. And she looks at me and she goes, "As long as you tip, I don't give a fuck." <laughs> I love that attitude. She got the biggest tip. We all tipped her like fat, big time. Just say it. <laughs> Good. You know what? And she did. She got what you needed to ha what needed to happen happened, right? She, when we needed it, shit was there, and once yeah. it was there, she was gone, and we're like, yes, boom, right on. boom. It's those days I wish I had graduated college so I could tip a hundred dollars. <laughs> You could still tip a hundred bucks. Yeah, not if I want to pay. Yeah, my but then that's bill. the only deal he gets to eat that month. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> shit, I'm not going out just the once. 
I will say this. That is the... I forgot the best part about working in the kitchen or at a place that makes food is, like, your grocery bill goes to, like, fucking nothing. Or nearly, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Like, when I was working at the farm, I had to buy food. And I was like, why am I so poor all the time? I make about what I made in the kitchen. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I gotta buy food. <laughs> well, and when you're constantly working around something that generates munchies, it's probably a pain in the ass. It's not. It used to be. But now it's not. Honestly, I, uh, something happened getting out of the kitchen. Like, being able to make a break and get, like, a regular dietary program for a little bit. Now, like, I don't want to eat french fries. Not that I don't like french fries, but, like, when I'm at work and there's just, like, oh, there's a couple extra french fries. Unless my stomach is actively turning, then I'm, I'm like, fuck them. There will be more french fries. I don't need those ones. I can make my own for me. I When I used to cook, I, I know what you mean. It's like, I'm dealing with food all... It's kind of like a gynecologist. Yeah. You know, that's the one like doctor or woman doesn't want as their husband. Because oh. he's like, honey, if I look at one more, yeah. you're in a kitchen looking at food all day. I'm really not that... I, dude, yeah. And it didn't used to be true. I used to mm. not be that way. But now I'm like, fuck it. I can't eat food. Uh, I'm like you know just take you don't want shots of gravy no gravy I shots. don't want gravy shots although I have offered them to the crew since I started two months ago I was like guys we should do gravy shots it's just fun to say shit like that just to get her you know like cause yeah. like I don't imagine I'm the, I know I didn't think of gravy shots no I just did right exactly and so I'm always surprised that people haven't heard these things. Like, it's a kind of liquidy substance. It yeah, can fit you, in a shot glass. You could shoot anything that's a liquid. <laughs> yeah. Guys, gravy shots, beef gravy shots, yes. melted cheese shots, so good yeah. right beef gravy main, shot. You just mainline it. <laughs> okay, Mark. If you were on death row and you got, like, your final meal of all time, like, you know what I mean? That concept, what's that going to be for you? When, I, when I'm making money, I actually just did this. I went okay. to Gordon Ramsay Steak a year or so ago. Oh, really? I, I was in Vegas. I went to Gordon Ramsay Steak, $200 chef's menu for per plate. Yeah, no shit. Holy uh, I, would, I, would, I would definitely get to Beef Wellington. I'd go for it. Fuck yeah, dude. Ooh. But I'm a big fat guy that's a foodie, so yeah. other people are like, Beef Wellington, it's a really complicated fucking steak dish. It's the best. Yeah. I make it for Christmas every year. My parents will let me. They go, my stepdad spends way too much money. He goes to Eggers and buys a loin. Yeah, dude, and then they let me fuck it up. <laughs> you know what the best part of that meal was, though? Tell me. I've made a beef wellington. Okay. And for anybody that doesn't know, it's like, it's a filet wrapped in, like, layer after layer of stuff and cooked in a pastry, and they did it just a hair better than I did. I believe it. I mean... And, it, so it's, it's like, really expensive, but it's like, <laughs> I could do that if I wanted. Yeah. No, and that's the that is the brutal part once you get a cooking repertoire. Is you're like I could do most of all of this. 
Casey, what about you? If you what's uh what's what's gonna be if you had a final meal? Oh boy. You got anything? Uh. <laughs> what's the content? Why am I on death row? It doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. Am I it was it was a fatal Jenga incident. Am I am I innocent? No. By the way, you're not. Row? Well. Yeah. You poked the fuck out of that Jenga stack yeah, it, and it's dead. Yeah. But this is not the time to feel guilt or remorse. No, I mean, if I was innocent, I probably wouldn't accept the final meal as a fuck you. <laughs> as a fat guy, I'd be in the next cell going, I'll have his. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'll take two, please. Thank you. I'll have two. I don't know. I was watching some... There was a like YouTube video around that was like people's final meals. Yeah. And they, they do have them like... It's like a whole Domino's pizza, uh, and then like a Big Mac meat. It's like right. all the shitty food that you couldn't finish right. anyway. Yeah. And like, I, yeah. I gotta admit, there's a part of me that would be like, oh, give me an In-N-Out double-double. Right. It probably depends on how long I've been in the slammer. Okay, touche. So like, Cause Hooters like Hot Wings, but only if it's brought by a No, Hooters, Hooters Hot Wings <laughs> are not good. I think you're missing the point there. <laughs> I've been in prison a while. I just want the Hooters girl to bring me some fucking hot wings. Man, that's a tough one. I honestly, and this is going to sound underwhelming, but like, like a really fucking, like, if you made, you have to make the premium mushroom soup yourself. But like, a fucking really dank tater tot casserole. <laughs> I would go out on that, dude. Good one is good. Yeah. Like a really good tater tot. I love tater tots and I love chicken nuggets and I was tempted to say that. But I don't <laughs> want to eat fucking nuggets for my very last meal. Lobster and ribs. Ooh, Maybe crab and ribs. Lobster's mm. great, but I mm. fuck it. I mean, I'm not being high my maintenance. My favorites. Crab really? legs. Crab legs and ribs. Let's just go like that. Mm. I do mm. love crab oh, legs. Fuck. A little surf yeah. and turf. Dude, which reminds me, like, my stepdad's family had this tradition every year for Christmas Eve, right? That's when they did their shit as a family. Like, they did their gift. That was their shit, Christmas Eve. That was uh-huh. when they always did their thing, which it's was... The same with us. Really? Yeah. Okay, but I think that's the more unique time. I think a lot of people, the bulk of people these, you know, are on the day. Well, part of the thing is we got a really big family, so mm-hmm. we all like meet up Christmas Eve and then do right. a little something with just us on oh, the next morning. day. Yeah, smart. Yeah. And I but then like it's that. over. It's like get up, breakfast, right. and a couple of leftover presents, and then cool. go do your own thing. But they had a tradition where they would do crab on Christmas Eve every yeah. year. Yeah. Really, you guys do? Yeah. Do you eat it with fucking fucking ruffles and Miracle Whip? Uh, no. Because that was like their fucking family secret <laughs> thing. Wow, that is like the like, most ghetto seafood pate I, I have ever I fucking it. heard You of. would take like a ruffle and smear like a little bit of Miracle Whip on it, <laughs> yeah. and then you put like a piece of the crab on it and Done. eat it. Done. I mean, it's kind of like a crab cake. Yeah. In a weird you, you, you know, You know what? You have never had a fucking crab cake, have you? My grandma would it's kind of like a crab cake. Crab legs, like at Costco. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Six months leading up, and just freeze them. Oh. Freeze them, and then Christmas Eve, she'd get it out. Like a fucking feast. That's I would always go home, but they'd always send me with just a gallon Ziploc bag of just crab meat. 
That's throw it at so my roommates. fucking insane, yeah, dude. good old days. R.I.P. Grandma. Uh, well, that's what they <laughs> crab do, Crab queen. We crab should do that this queen year. Crab. <laughs> Let's have a crab feast here. That's, I'd love it. Let's break this house Are you inviting in. yourself over on Christmas? No. I don't think I'm inviting myself over. I think Let's, have a, Krampus. Let's have a Krampus party and feast on crab and ruffles. I do like a... Yeah, dude! Krampus party with crab like and good, ruffles. Good oyster, oyster stew. Get hammered and fight. Wait, oyster stew? Yeah, dude. What? I've uh, never Graham had Grandma makes that. the oyster stuffing. Oyster stuffing. I love I'm oyster out. stuffing. I'm out on it. I'm not a fan of oysters. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, like Not like I've tried them. Oh, a smoked oyster? Yeah. Maybe that would be great. But like, what about oyster? like Rocky Mountain oyster stuffing? No. Garlic. No, I'm not <laughs> in on the Garlic. balls either way. I've tried that. That could be good. I think it, you know what? I, I would agree that it might be better. about the texture. It might be better in the stuffing, but I, I'm not, I don't want gizzards or Rocky Mountain yeah. oysters. I'm out on all that detritus. Yeah, I, I, I could suck on a Super Bowl. And get the same basic texture. Yeah. You just have to have the right ambature. Is that what it is? Ambature? Ambature. Ambature. Yeah, Mark. You gotta have the correct ambature. Also, also, it's all about how you hold your It's all about how you hold your lips. To get the oyster out of the shell. That's the whole thing. I heard, I mean, you're supposed to shoot them, right? Yeah. Like, legit, like. A little lemon, a little like vinegar, hot sauce. And I get it in a way, it's just supposed to taste like the sea as it goes down, right? The sea. The sea. Hey, hey, the ocean. God, I didn't think I said it that much like a pirate. I gotta watch my tail. <laughs> the sea. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting piratey in my older age. Oh, and I've got kids. We used to have Pirate Day. There's still a Pirate Day. Well, no, it's like my kid would come up and talk to me. I'm like, I can't understand you unless you talk right. And she'd start doing the pirate. Oh, voice. that's smart. Yeah, I like that. That's engaging. It's a great, and it's a great way to ignore them when you just don't want to answer the fucking question. <laughs> and I, I take it say, you don't tell them they should be talking like a pirate then. I, like, well, I don't tell them what right is. Right. I just, yeah, I can't understand you unless you say it right, and Ooh. then every way they try and attempt is wrong. Yeah, that sounds like something we would do to the pledges in the fraternity. <laughs> well, that's why you have kids, right? I, that's what my I really did to me. fucking think so, dude. The more I talk to parents, <laughs> the more I'm like, these are just poops. These are just fucking poops that you're fucking abusing. You're making them do all the yard work, you asshole. It's your house. That's how they learn. Yeah, they learn that way. It, it builds character. It does build character. It builds a character that wants to put you in a nursing home. Well, sure about that. Yeah. I'm you know pretty what? sure about it. My oldest daughter used to be like, I love you, Daddy. I'll take care of you now. She's like, meh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, no. I think that's that she's got an old enough that the <laughs> smartass has fully filtered and percolated through. So I'm just getting it back now. Hey, Mark, can I have a touch of your soda? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I want some. Give me some booze. Dan, you can't have any booze. What? I brought ice. And lighter. Dan. I brought lighter. Okay. I don't know, Dan. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I the guest? Yes. He can have my share. Okay. All right. 
Dan gets but nothing. But Dan, oh, you've got to put out later. Dan gets nothing. Mark, who says you were getting a share to begin with? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We all knew coming in you weren't going to do fuck. We planned on it. Well, then, Dan, it looks like you shoot out of luck. But I will say that we have uh, we're we're abutting the time period where we'd like to start to talk about your upcoming things. Um, cool. Um, where, geez, what upcoming things do I want to talk about? Yeah, Mark, what upcoming things do you want to talk about? Um, well, I'm I'm actually kind of excited. I just started a new endeavor on uh, on Facebook. Okay. Um, I've learned how to like things. Yeah. Which is exciting. That is good. Um, and I opened up my own uh, Facebook page. Mark Morris Comedy. Good. Good. Um, smart. So that I could tell people where to reach me and not have them look at pictures of my kids. Yeah, that's probably good. That's um, probably good. And then, uh, let's see. I don't know when this is going to hit. Soon. Um, Real soon. April 6th, I am at the Tipsy Pine, formerly Stir in Hayden, Idaho. Nice. Um, with uh, Ahead of Andrew Rivers. Oh, that's... That's what the tipsy pine is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what the fuck happened there? Did I, the island grill concept not work out in Hayden, Idaho? I guess not. Oh, bummer, um, dude. Because I could tell when I went there to open for Simon Kaufman, and they're playing a bunch of reggae shit, and then I get up there and start talking about weed, and everyone's shooting me looks like I'm hailing <laughs> Satan. Yeah. It's like, like, I'm sorry, if you're playing reggae, weed is like the conversation And I don't mean you were just playing reggae. I mean, I'm sitting there legitimately listening to a song where the chorus is that I, I pack this bowl for two. (laughs) And I, I, I want to smoke it with you. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You can't even, okay, anyway, so you'll be at the Tipsy Pine. I think a good rebranding of the space. I think you will. We'll find out. I can't wait to go and see what. Well, I guess I haven't seen it, but done conceptually, it. it sounds like a good rebranding of the space in Hayden, Idaho. It yeah. makes sense. Um, and that's April sixth. The show starts at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. On the ninth, I am actually doing my first drinking debate mm. at the Spokane oh. Comedy Club okay. at eight o'clock. Yeah. What's your team? Um, I am. Uh, it's me. Emily Butler from Blue Door, I, okay. think, I believe. And uh, our captain is Jared Munson. Um, Inlander's funniest comic. Funniest comic uh, Favorite comic. Favorite. Favorite, favorite comic. Not funniest. Favorite comic. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> but apparently Jared was drunk that day and asked me to be on his team, so I'm excited about that. Is Jared drunk now? I don't, uh, I don't know, but I'm just going to... I've always said he boozed it up. On the slide. I'm going to assume some level of brain damage, but I'm just excited for the opportunity. Well, so. it's a nightmare. <laughs> Take it from me. It is, yeah. Don't um, dress up as a clown. <laughs> <laughs> I am not cutting anything against my crotch. That's that's in the contract. Um, and then actually, um, coming up at the end of April... April twenty eighth, I've got. I'm actually booking a show in Rockford, Washington. Fuck yeah! Which is uh, happened completely by accident, but uh, <laughs> right now it looks it looks like we're gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna host Greg Beechler and Philip Kopsinski <coughs> at uh, the Harvest Moon in Rockford, Washington. Nice. Cool. Yeah. <coughs> so I get to, I get to like participate and get in comics paid, which is really cool. It is, and good for you for. Taking it upon yourself. I know that you've said that it's not something that you were super 
looking to do to book a comedy show. And I completely fucking feel that. Okay, as a guy that's booked several comedy shows. It's a fucking headache. But, I feel like it's something that eventually you have to do. (coughs) To be a part of the scene. In the same way that I feel like if you work at a, a restaurant, let's just say, and I do, you should know how to do every job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you're not the king of every job. But you should know, like, how to fill in anywhere. And that's, I think that should be true of people at a job. You should, within reason, know how to fill in. Like, how to, com- you know. And part of being a comic is, like, knowing how to put on a show. Well, yeah. and frankly, I feel I'll be more justified in bitching about shitty bookers, having been a shitty booker at one point myself. Well, but don't be a shitty booker. <coughs> Try not to. Well, it just makes you more comfortable, like... Learning how to talk money with people. Yeah, I think that's true like as well. Venue owners who don't like nobody wants to talk about it, but but you're like, look, this is a fucking. If you really product. want to do it? You, yeah, you, you kind of lucked out in that they seemed like they were down. Yeah, actually, they they it all fell in my lap through a a, a truck and a trucker buddy. Mm-hmm. So they like all I did was contact them, and they're like, yeah, no, we really want to do it, and we're up for anything, and we'll pay for the flyer and. So I'm like, well, shit, then this is already done. And keep that one, too. Don't give it away to anyone. No, I'm not, dude, I'm, I'm not looking to. I'm hoping, at the, at the least, I'm hoping to turn this into semi-annual or quarterly. Maybe we can do a show. I, I think quarterly is a really good schedule for a place like that. Yeah. Uh, and it, it helps you keep your talent pool flush you know what i mean yeah because that's kind of one of the big issues booking shows out of spokane is if you're not well connected on the west coast then your comic pool is smaller you know significantly and it can be tough because i don't want to shit on everybody but we might have 50 or 60 comics but we don't have 50 or 60 touring headliners Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Seattle necessarily does. I'm just saying, like, it, not everyone here is a touring headliner. Right. And I'm not. So I'm very comfortable saying that. You know, Be, like, Being about the, the one of the newest guys in the scene, I got very little I can say on any of that. But oh, realistically, when I was looking to book a show, we got, you can count probably on one hand the people you really want to try and get that first show solid line up with you know yeah yep. i mean I and i'm talking headliner yeah 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 for the for the big for the headliner drop it's tough you know what i mean we're on the cusp we're about to roll over into having that you know but that's the that's kind of you know that is the problem not, not a problem but that's the unique challenge of our scene and i understand not everybody can be at the level i am i agree uh, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, most people. Three, five, eight. Five, um, nine. Yeah, but I'm, I think I'm shrinking as I get older. So. <laughs> All right. So you got those dates. You got the, the the thing at the Tipsy Pine. You got the debate. You got the show you're booking. You've started a new Facebook page, which is actually getting. I mean, getting some. A, more traction than I expected. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, people... 
I mean, look, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, so much in this, in, of this industry is not your material. So much of this industry is, you, like, you, you are your own brand. And, you know, if you have a shitty brand, people aren't going to like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> people are willing to give people who have a good brand a chance to disappoint them. Whereas if you don't have a good brand, people aren't going to give you that chance. You know what I mean? Like if someone's already not plussed by you, if they're non-plussed just by hanging out with you, they're not going to take a chance on giving you 20 minutes. Right. You know what I mean? Even if they know empirically you might have 20 minutes, it's like, you know, who are you going to give 20 minutes to? Your bro? Or some guy who's kind of a dick all the time? <laughs> You know, it's just like fucking solid math, you know, and you're a personable dude. I, I mean, the one criticism I hear, you've heard, which is that you could tone the shtick down in personal conversations, but that's okay. I think you have. Now that you've been around long enough, now we are starting to get to the meat of who you really are. I, you know what? I'm, I've been doing it a year, and I think, and I've seen it myself is that in that first year you're just so freaking excited about everything could not agree more dude you're yes and but i'm old enough that it's one point i like actually heard it and it's like oh okay i get it yeah right did you have an experience with someone else um well no i like literally heard myself and it and the reality is, is some of that is just me. That's my personality. No, I agree. Um, I agree because I would not, I would not convict you of it nowadays. I would not say that that is the current dude. Like, there's not too much stick. It's just dude. Like, I mean, well, I think most of that is just you become desensitized to it. Yeah. No shit. Well, and dude, and I mean, like, and I don't want to be a dick bag, but it's like, you know, like. <clears throat> I feel like, and call me out if I'm being rude, people that have gotten through, like, uh, addictions and stuff, there's just, like, certain things that you're, like, you have boundaries, you know what I mean? There's just certain things that you don't want to, not maybe not want to, but, like, there's conversations and topics that, like, we're just like, I don't know. I don't know if that... That wasn't clear at all. That, no. that, no, that was... <laughs> that came out so weird. <laughs> oh man, I really you know what? blew that. So for, for me, I honestly, really blew that. Um, anybody that that doesn't already know, I'm coming up next month. Actually, today being April first, next month I'll celebrate 18 years. Holy shit! Up the fuck know. top. And damn, dude. The thing that excited me about comedy is, in all that time, I go to meetings and, and talk about all kinds of weird, crazy shit in weird, crazy places. Yeah, yeah. But on stage, I'm able to allow a part of myself that's not even appropriate there. Yeah. Out. Oh, good for you, dude. So that's, I mean, that's why is when that I good? jumped into this, I jumped into it completely. Super cathartic, I bet. Oh, geez. To finally be able to have a space. Because, yeah, there are situations, <laughs> there's things in a meeting you cannot talk about. And they're funny. I, and I and you're just probably, like, have you, I'm sure you've been in trouble at a meeting for cracking a joke. I've been, I've been told, you know, that's not appropriate. And oh, Jesus I just look at those people and go, fuck you, you got six months. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, fuck yeah, dude. 
No, I've had people when I'll do a bit, and they're like, "Oh my God, is that true?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah <laughs> it true. wasn't as funny at the time." No, right. But thank you know, thank God you're able to fucking process that shit in a way like this is that's great, dude. And yeah, I I've long been of the opinion that experiences are what generates material, and you've clearly already had a fucking ton of experiences. So in there, I mean, there's so much material. Like, holy fuck, dude. That's incredible. And now you have a place to talk about it where no one's going to say, you shouldn't talk about that here. <laughs> That's not appropriate for here. Yeah, except that all the rapey stuff still gets frowned at. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see that being continuous, yeah. dude. Like, I mean, I think the best you can do is like, I mean, when Chappelle in his recent special compared Bill Chocolate. Bill Cosby to Bill chocolate. Bill chocolate. Bill chocolate. Wow. Bill Cosby to chocolate ice cream. He's like chocolate ice cream raped fifty four people. <laughs> Which is like that's okay. I mean that's about how it felt when you heard it the first time. Yeah. And I think, I think the problem is with that topic as it is with uh, as we all saw recently with uh, really inappropriate racial words. Is that there's a level of proficiency you have to have to use that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like yeah. it's like mastering the force, right? You mm-hmm. don't just get force lightning. <laughs> you know, you, right? Dan just... <laughs> no. Hell no, you don't. Right. You don't start... Like, you earn that. It's yeah. Experience. Like, right. You don't just get to fucking start off with the most powerful words and just, like... Holy fuck. I mean, that was a train wreck, dude. That derailed the room for a fucking solid 10 or 12 minutes. Yeah. Tony did his best. I'm not saying he did poorly. He did well. Especially, I mean, given the context of having to dig out of just having heard a hard R N-word. Like, you know, Tony crushed it. I think I, I, think I could have I, I helped out. If I, I don't know. No, no. Dude. Because <laughs> after the fact, it occurred to me that I could have gone, well... After that, let's bring up a white dude with a neck tattoo. Might have helped. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <a> little. <laughs> Might have helped a little bit, but there really is no way out of that. There was a black gentleman who was sitting at the bar who was already standing up and down pacing about the implications, the racial implications of Ying Set. And yeah. then she dropped a hard R N-word. Last night? Yeah. yeah. Yep. If you go on my Facebook, you can still see it. Because oh I was live streaming Ying Set. Because one thing you always do is live stream Ying Set. Because there's always going to be a nugget of gold. <laughs> and unfortunately, this time there wasn't so much a nugget of gold, but like like a big boulder. Yeah, like just a like a just yeah. like a giant lesson for every working comic. <laughs> it's it's like that giant ball of ice from uh, holy shit. From remember the the ice tracks from that movie? No, God. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Did you say ice turd? Yeah, it falls the fell out oh, of the, the airplane. airplane. Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's pronounced Dear Tay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I made a Joe Dirt callback. I don't give a fuck. Wow. I didn't see the second one though, and I should. I don't think I've seen the. There are certain amounts of time you can never get back. That's pick, true. Pick what you do with it wisely. So That's I'm my advice. Not Joe Dirt off the record later. Okay, Mark. What about your social medias? Um, you know what? Like I said, you can find me on Facebook at Mark Morris Comedy. 
Um, and on Instagram and Twitter at Trucker Mark M. That's okay. Trucker with a T. <laughs> I would hope so. Well, my ex-wife gets it wrong all the time. Ah, zing. Casey, what, mm. what do you have happening in, in your world? <laughs> my world? Well, tomorrow I'm going to unpack. <laughs> you are? <laughs> Not the whole house. Wow. Uh, after that, though, let's see. I'll be, uh, I'll be hosting next weekend at the Spokane Comedy Club. Oh, for Adam Schultz. Nice. Got a bunch of stuff coming out on oh, TV. Oh man, were you gonna host for Piff? Uh, no. Oh. I got asked to do this like just recently. Good. I only. Uh, I'm excited to see that, but I was really excited for Piff the Magic Dragon. Yeah, my brother uh, actually saw him in Salt Lake, and so no it was way. a great show. It's yeah. super good. Right, sorry to interrupt. It's okay. So I'll be there. I'll be at the comedy club this weekend, the sixth through the eighth, and then I'll be back on the ninth to uh, take on Mark Morris and his team in the drinking debates. Oh! 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 <laughs> About to get real <laughs> up in this bitch. <laughs> I imagine it'll come down to the last thirty seconds, like the Gonzaga game did. That's. Uh, but I'm on a team called the Bosses, which I'm the captain of. The Bosses. The boss with, of the Bosses. With Aaron Fink and uh, Ryan, Ryan and our Fink, good friend huh? Ryan Tucker. We're gonna bring the heat. An interesting one. We're gonna bring the heat and the moisture. Gross. <laughs> Real fucking gross. So and I'm then, gonna uh, a fan and some napkins. I would do that. And some talc. <laughs> yeah. Just some silica uh, packets <laughs> to wick up the moisture. Yeah, but I mean, I would talc up your crotch. Don't, don't let oh, them I'm get a big moist. guy. I do that already. Yeah, Smart. Smart. All big people, that's a lesson. Regardless of gender. Gold blonde, uh, extra strength. It feels like a blizzard in your crotch. Wow. Wow, you know what? You just got know. your first sponsor for the podcast. They already sponsor us. That's why I had to say that. <laughs> Josh ad-libbed the uh, description, though. I, that's uh, we may have I, just lost the sponsor. That's what I pitched them. <laughs> we didn't lose shit. Who do you think they're going to be bummed we swear uh. so much? Sorry. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, on the 23rd of April, I'll be down in Pullman. Whoa! At Etsy Bravo. Whoa, no! I'll be hosting for uh, Phil Kopsinski and Michael Glatzmeyer there. It's a Sunday night. Cool. I think it's at 8 o'clock. In Pullman, Washington. Back, I think it's my first time back in Pullman since uh, I went to school there. No way. I mean, like, what? hanging out. I've driven through it. What? There's no reason to go back. Football games? No. Parties? No. Golf? No. There's a decent <laughs> restaurant or two. And there's one of the top bars in the state, Rico's. That is, I do like Rico's. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it, nerd. Paradise Creek Brewery. Okay. Yeah. I'll do uh, all that in an hour. You should. <laughs> and do uh, do Mary Mary Sellers. Mary Sellers. Mary Sellers. It's up at the, you know how they have the port of Pullman. Mm-hmm. It's in the port. In okay. that little, you know, it's like a. The, wait, you turn the right. Port of Pullman. Hold on. Yeah, there's a river port there. Okay. Yeah, zing. Uh-huh. Right, there's river ports. That's why I asked. There's a river. 
Uh, yeah, it branches onto the snake and then to the Columbia. But, uh, Casey, what, what, what is your social media I will also be hosting at the Holy Spokane fuck. Comedy Club. What? Uh, Jesus, who has this April... many dates? <laughs> I, I think it's April 27th through the 29th for Gabe Rutledge. Oh, Gaby baby. Gaby baby. Hashtag Gaby baby. <laughs> I wonder if he has an alert for that. For the Gaby baby? Yeah. <laughs> like, like what kind of alert? Like, like where it sends him a message, like when people tweet with hashtag Gaby baby. Oh, if he like sees it? He yeah. must. Some, or at least. Mike Coletta probably does. Yeah. <laughs> Mike probably tells him. Uh, and then, as always, come to get fire yourself at Nito Burrito. Yeah. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Yeah. So take that person on, on Reddit who was asking when the open mics are. <laughs> <laughs> also, thanks to Ryan McComb for answering and linking a Google document that has the entire schedule. <laughs> yeah. But also, fuck yourself for having the, the Reddit username Ryan McComb Comedy. <laughs> You arrogant asshole. Why is that arrogant? It's not. Uh, it's smart. Right. It's, it not. It's, it's not. It's not. It's snot. He's just so fucking smart. Mm, it's not that smart. He's pretty smart. He's bright. He's not smart. brain on right. <laughs> right. No, but seriously, like mechanically, he's very smart. Yes. Yeah. And it's upsetting. Yeah. Because you're jealous. Yeah, he used to be the smart guy. Dang, bro. Shit. Not, just not in the comedy scene. Now you're just stupid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> just be smart. No, now I'm just an idiot. You know what that's from? There's a freedom in being stupid. I, I've learned. <laughs> that Casey underscore stream. <laughs> I like to do Casey's well, social media promotions for him. fun. Yeah, right? He doesn't care. I don't want to do him. Right. <clears throat> but you're doing the Twittering, uh, right? Did you do an Instagram? I did. I still have just the one post on Instagram. <laughs> thinking about <laughs> thinking about just keeping it. It's just the one. No! God <laughs> damn it. Was it really good? No, it's just me on stage. No! That's <laughs> lame. That's just Dan taking a phone call. Yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm on Twitter. At Casey underscore Strain. Nice. Be my friend on Facebook. It's just my name. Yay! So, cool. uh, what about you, Josh Tiford? Yeah, see, Mark gets it. What is there? I don't know. <laughs> Good job, Mark. Yeah, Mark's a team player, man. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, uh, I got booked. To do a show on 420. Oh! At the Emperor Room, which is the old Swackhammers, oh, like yeah. the club on the back of it. Like, it's been a lot of different shit. Yeah. Uh, Drea Rose booked me to do it, and I was told it pays money. Cool. Not a lot of money, but I frankly don't care because if you're a performer at a 420 show, I think there are dividends to be reaped. Right. Oh! <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm pretty stoked. I know what you're saying. Right. I'm pretty stoked to just do some comedy and then get smoked out super fat by people after I tell just like, 
my basic <laughs> weed joke set where I won't even have to try and it will crush. <laughs> Sounds like an OPM moment. I know, dude. I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it goes well. But I'm excited to do a 420 show. It's a concept in general that I like. I've been to some cool shows at that room. I'm hoping it'll be the like the 420 party that Hetty Works puts on. Because that would be super fucking sick if it is. And if it isn't, I'm going to talk to those guys and try to get on their four party or 420 show as well. Because, I don't know. I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm like Spokane's weed comic. I don't think we have a Spokane's weed comic. You know what I mean? But I'm easily yeah. Spokane's most drug positive comic. Sure. Marks, don't rack your brain for that one. Okay, there are other people who are more high. Yeah. I can't disagree with you, but the, I think there are other comics that are extremely vocal about how into drugs they are. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been around longer. Like me. I don't disagree. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> Other than that, uh, come out to the observatory every Tuesday for Open Mic XL, which is long set open mic. Giving everybody basically as long as they want to go. There is a time <laughs> limit, but no one's yet to reach it. <laughs> like the whole last Tuesday, we had a great show, and I didn't have to light anyone because they, none of them wanted to tell ten minutes worth of jokes. <laughs> and that was fine. Wait till this week. I agree. <laughs> if you want to come tell ten minutes of jokes, get the fuck out. Uh, longer sets, bigger laughs, moister hugs. Wow. So moist. That's it is getting warm out. That is uh, yeah, and as it gets warmer out, the moister it gets. Yeah. <laughs> um You can follow me on all social media platforms other than like Pinterest at Shim Shammy. You're not on Pinterest? No, I'm not. S H I M S H A M bro. <clears throat> can I not get the tag out? You did that to me, just so you know. I know. It's a two way street, bro. Okay. I'm not even listening. So it was Shim Shammy what? No, that's fine. <laughs> and Everybody then, already knows it. Yeah, they do. And then if you want, I'm using at Josh T Ford on Twitter. Whoa. Wow. Not at Shim Shammy. I have both. <laughs> I'm, I'm using... still clueless for on Twitter. <clears throat> What's Me too, be... man. Well, I'm... frankly, I'm a little bit embarrassed to do anything that, that is referred to as a tweet. Why? Have you seen me? That's a big fucking parakeet. That's all I'm saying. No. Mm -mm. Um, it just doesn't... I, I'm not that... I'm not that quick. I'm a wordy fucker, so to have only a hundred and... What is it? I guarantee you that the restriction to 140 characters is worthwhile. If you're so wordy that you can't figure out how to get your concept out in one tweet, guess what? You can make two. You my my problem is, is every time you like hashtag somebody mm -hmm. into a tweet, mm -hmm. it's like that shit shouldn't count for your like. It doesn't. Then I'm doing it wrong. It stopped. It shouldn't. Hashtags count. Links don't. Names don't. Then I'm doing it wrong, which is, I'm old, it's not unusual. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You can also use Twit Longer, which is a Twitter thing where you can tweet as long as you want and it chunks it up for you, slash links people to the whole comment. 
Well, I don't have a 12-year-old to explain all this shit to me. I'm aware. But I didn't either. I found out about it in my 30s. <laughs> um, what I would say is, the beauty of Twitter is for a comic that when you have a premise, you can tweet it out, and then A, you're giving something to your fans to consume, and B, when you're at the club and you're like, fuck, what was I going to talk about? You can go check your Twitter feed and like, oh, mm -hmm. cool, here's a list of all the cool premise thoughts I've had for the last couple days. Boom, here's an open mic set. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I, I do that, well, I do do that on Facebook. Right, fair. We're all like, I'll throw something out there just to see how much of it sticks. He doodies that on Facebook. <laughs> I was wondering if he does even grab that. I heard it. Does anybody else, Dan, do you have anything to say? I don't think so. Are you sure? Are you in the debate? Nope. Nope, neither one of us, huh? We're retired. I don't believe that. Just temporarily. Okay, uh, cool, me too. Retired and retired. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs>